The only one who knows this ounce of words is just a token is he who has a ton to tell that must remain unspoken. Welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm tonight's host, Christopher Bouds, and tonight I'm joined by an all-star panel, the best of the best, the consistent... The, ones that, the ones that are keeping this podcast the, going. The, the Charlie Mulgrews of this podcast. Jesus. Sorry. You're, you're Wonderful effort. Darren Jackson. The, Kieran drops the mic. Kieran drops the mic, quite literally, because... He is, he's Charlie Mulgrew and he's happy with it. Uh, Kieran Harden, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Louis McCaffrey. I'm here. Lovely. I'm alive. Good. That's good to hear after uh, weekend shenanigans. That's uh, it. Why don't you, wh- what's happening with you? I'm, I'm trying to be more like Chris. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a bit of banter with you. Things are good. Things are good. We're only a few days left to work and then it's Christmas time. Yep. Counting down the days. days off. Forward to that two days and then we're for ten days. Nice. Could be worse. We works nights out. Ain't happened yet. Uh, on Friday. It's all right. What happens Feud. to tour stays on tour or do we get any juicy? Ah, that, wasn't it? Any? I was actually quite boring. It was just drinks. Aye, drinks nothing, and a few laughs. And that was it. Nothing very eventful. No. Good. I'm still recovering from mine, but <laughs> you look terrific. I do. I do. The old uh, the joggies and the Danny McGrain t-shirt. Um, so, aye, uh, we have an exciting competition. It's very exciting. Drum roll, please. I'll see if I can be bothered adding a drum roll in about now. <laughs> They're not going to hear that. Miles, <laughs> <laughs> wait for me. I actually Oh, the magic of post-production, if yep. I can be bothered. Yep. Just now ruined it, because the drum roll's now back there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we have three prizes to give to our lucky listeners uh, you had to listen to last week's pods post as a little selfie type thing uh, or screenshot uh, you had to donate to the Celtic Foundation 
Um, Indeed. Yes, uh, which you can obviously do without entering the competition. You can find details on Twitter. Just search for them or search through our tweets and you'll see links to them. Um, and, uh, aye, you could have won... Well, there's three prizes. So Three prizes have been decided. Yes. So the third place prize... Third place prize, that we're is going there first. A, yes, that's where we start. It's a reasonably priced pack of biscuits. I don't know what reasonably pl- priced is. 90 Minute Cynic will determine what reasonably priced is. But it won't, be, it won't be Marks and Spencers. All decisions are final on that, okay? Uh, winner. So don't get above your station on this one. That's it. Um, I, we should also say it's a, a pack of reasonably priced biscuits and a single tea bag. One tea bag, not a pack of tea bags. We're going to buy a pack of tea bags. We're going to take one out and we're going to send it to. No, I'm just going to go in the kitchen and just take one out of our jar. A, an official 90. We could possibly look at drawing up a document of authentication for that. Could be worth something on the. We could get our own. We could get our own ninety minutes cynic branded tea bags, but that's maybe for next year. Yeah, and the, the winner is, and the winner is. I'll just drum roll, uh, please. Yep, I'll just add that in there. It is Aiden Boyce at Boyce sixty seven. Well done, Aiden. Well done. Congratulations. We packet of biscuits winging its way to you. To, with, uh, to be fair, I'm sure out of all three prizes that were up for grabs. Aiden was after the biscuits. Biscuits and a tea you bag. Would, would Although, why, why would she would not really announced what biscuits they were? Uh, no, that comes later. Yeah. He, can, he, can, he, he maybe he have a shoes say, as well. well. But then why? Aiden can come to us with his preferred packet. Mm. We will then come back to him and say, no. that's a good choice, fine. Or we'll say, what are you yeah. talking about? They're <laughs> shite or that's far too expensive. <laughs> There's got to be negotiation involved. Right. Yeah. He might have dietary requirements. Exactly. Could be... Could be... Uh, Morally sound Like you bowed with this lovely Christmas cake On the table in front of us That you can't touch That you won Yes um, Yeah I won a, a wee Christmas cake at work A wee raffle for Deborah The Deborah one um, <laughs> Big Debbie Charity There's a the charity Deborah you, Do you not know that charity? There's, they've got a furniture store in town There was a documentary with a wee guy They've got a shop at our gym He liked Queen Anyway, it's a a charity, not an individual woman. Anyway, continue. Um, So I gave a couple of quid to Big Debbie for a raffle ticket, and I won a cake that I can't eat. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) You you fellas are munching down on it. Munching down on what an American would call my pie. Um, So, Boise, uh, you've you've got a packet of biscuits and a tea bag. Well done, sir. Uh, Get in touch with us, or uh, McGinty will get in touch with you. Second place prize. Second place prize. Is a £20 voucher for Handsome Jacks, which is Sean's Premier Barbershop. Premier Barbershop. So you can put a 20 quid towards a haircut. Nice you little could, trim. You could maybe towards even get... a haircut? Well, I don't know as much it costs. It's the Premier Barbers and Sean's. We're not going cheap here, right? You could also get your beard trimmed, beard I would trim. imagine. This um, is a... Something I could use. I'm a baldy, but the beard's there. Exactly. And they have a wide range of hair and beard products. If you're if you're into your products, we love a hair product in this yep. this house. Go for the hair or beard product if you don't fancy the do or you, you, you don't live local. And the winner of that £20 voucher is... And the Chris new Bowd. winner is... Da, 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 da. It's a... Oh, Jesus Christ. 
now I know why you got me to do this. I'm going to pronounce this. Uh, my apologies in advance for big lens. Uh, Vigelis Georgiario, I'm going to go with. <laughs> and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Twitter handle. I'm happy with my pronunciation of that, Kieran. We'll, we'll get big, big V to, to let us know. Uh, Congratulations. Well done. Well done, sir. That is a... We hope you're not too gutted that you didn't get a pack of biscuits, yes. but hey. There's no profile pick here. I don't know. Again, I'm hoping there's some hair there, whether it's on top or the beard. Yeah. Could you make a lovely gift, if not? Yeah. Lovely gift. Very true. Very true. Shawlands Premier Barbers. And... Uh, this is it. This is the big one. This is the big... This is the... Creme de la creme of... I mean, it's prizes. already been announced on Twitter, but for, in terms of the podcast... This is huge. This is massive. I signed Kieran Tierney football top. It's the, it's the current home top, and it's signed... By who? Kieran Tierney, his name is. And I also believe it, he actually is one he has worn during a game. No, you've just... You've just said that. I don't. I, we have. To we get can't confirm that. Does have his, does somebody, have his number on it? Which I thought somebody smelt it and said it kind of didn't smell fresh. <laughs> <laughs> you've just made that up. I, I hope you've made it up. All right, I was. I will. I, we'll I, get. A, we'll get a spray with a can of links before yeah. we send it. <laughs> you but, let us know. Africa Inca. Do they still make Inca? I don't know. Links Oof. Africa was always the one, wasn't Aye, it? Aye, that was the, that was a go-to. Anyway, even if Keelan Tierney had, that shows that he didn't wear it because if he had worn it, it would be smelling the roses. Oh, smell lovely. So the winner of the signed Keelan Tierney home top is it is Naz M Naz M underscore seven. Well done. Congratulations, Naz. Big Naz. Friend um, of the show. He is a friend of the show. He long was a uh, long-time supporter. Made it to the live pod. I remember. Yes, indeed. Well done. Um, so congratulations. Not so close that he was disqualified from entering, should I add. No relation. No, no, there was no no relation there. Yes, but uh, well done. Some fantastic prizes. Not going to lie, Naz, I'm a bit gutted that I didn't win it. Well. But, but I couldn't enter. You couldn't. Um, I may try and see the top and, and possibly... Touch it. Yeah. I might do that as well. If that'd be all right with Naz. No, I'm sure Naz before we send it on the way. a wee picture holding it. You can see you've held a signed Tierney picture, uh, signed Tierney top. I might even stick it on. It's the closest you'll ever get to it, to be know. honest. Anyway, that is the 90 Minute Cynic Christmas giveaway extravaganza raffle. Yep, absolutely fantastic. All for a good cause. Well done to everybody that entered. Thank you for your donations to the Celtic Foundation. Again, anyone who wants to help them out, you can just bang on Twitter, go online, send them a couple of quid. Help them as much as you can. Exactly. Fantastic cause. So, Celtic, or our Celtic, um, we've had a few games recently that uh, since the last pod, we've had two. Um, very, very, very close, really, considering the, the form that we've had. Uh, first of all, we had the Hamilton match. Uh, oh, the, the really memorable one. Very, very memorable. Uh, one nil. We're all yep. definitely remembering that. That's the problem with doing a football podcast during the festive period. There's a lot of dead brain cells. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of games. There is a lot of games. A lot of games. A lot of dead brain cells. What did we make of the Hamilton match? Um, it was one nil. 
but uh, I mean, people, uh, they obviously came quite close at the end. Um, but 64% possession to Celtic, uh, 15 shots to their five. One interesting thought, uh, shots on target was two each. So for all our possession, mm-hmm. extra shots when it came to actually getting, you know, making the keeper work for his money, work for his salt. Uh, <laughs> keeper likes a bit of salt. Um, we didn't do that much damage. Uh, it was one one of those games where Hamilton really came part the bus. I mean, they didn't really offer much going forward. They, they tried to really defend for their lives and, and try and frustrate us as much as they could. And to be fair, you can't really argue with that too much. I mean, oh, if, no, if you're, you're, <coughs> you're a team uh, like Hamilton coming to Parkhead, you're going to, I mean... To try and beat us at our own game is, is going to be nigh on impossible for them. So, to be fair, they parked the bus pretty much for 90 minutes and they frustrated us at times. Because, I mean, if, if there's one thing that we, any team, I suppose, finds it hard to do is to break down lines of defence when they're not really offering much attacking-wise. And it, it can become frustrating. Um you know, overall, winning winning the game, getting three points, that's the most important thing. I think we have to accept at this point, certainly this month when we've got nine games in the month of December, I think we've got to accept that the performances are maybe not going to be, you know, as swashbuckling as maybe they were previously. We have to accept that we're going to have some pretty dogged performances and, you know, 1-0 wins. We'll take 1-0 wins. Was that a champion, Kim? I will be, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, it's uh, like I've said for quite a while now. Um, it's Rogers has kind of got that kind of uh, mentality in them, just to kind of keep going. We said it all, all before when the kind of the fans that begin the season were kind of moaning and kind of complaining about the fact that we kept going back the way. But Brendan Rogers always saying, "No, we have to go back to go forward because we have to go back. We have to force try and force opposition into a mistake because they are." camping in or sitting in um, and we could see that a lot with Hamilton um, I mean totally dominated the game we controlled the game we dominated the game but like we've seen in both games was towards the end 5-10 minutes we just we, we turned off a little bit in defence making a couple of mistakes stupid passes putting ourselves under pressure so I don't really know if that's a slight bit of um, complacency in the fact of they've slightly switched off because they're just they're just controlling the game so much uh, they've got the shots, however, and they're not on target. That shows you how we're having to kind of take shots from anywhere. Um, but that's that's something that they're going to have to work on. They're going to have to make sure that they're concentrating for the full 90 or whatever, 90 minutes anyway. Because, I mean, when the games are that close, one one mistake and we've dropped two points. Now, it's not so much of a worry because we have got such a cushion, but you don't want to be dropping points. You don't want to be dropping points at home. And you don't want to be dropping points full stop because you're in, you're in such a form, you're in such a momentum that that slight result might knock knock the comms a little bit. The fact that they're going, oh god, we can't see out games, and if if we can't get that second goal of an advantage, we've got an opportunity. We've got the well, opportunity. We've got the chance of of losing, of either lo- maybe not losing, but of drawing the game. And it becomes more. You can then see them when it's like maybe ten minutes to go, and we're still only a go up. Nervousness that starts kicking in. You don't want to have that because that will then lead to more and more chances and the, the possibility of 
dropping points. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm always the way of the way that the, the team's playing and the mentality that Rogers got. They're going to get. They're going to get the win. They just need to plug away and plug away. And we've seen that where we've not had to we've not had to score late on, but we've had to we've had to keep the ball, we've had to concentrate, and we've had to at times eke out the result, which is not the way it should be. When you look at the way the, the games went for the first like, 70 odd minutes, it shouldn't be a case of us trying to eke out the result because we've been in such con- such dominance of the game. Um, but it was good to see um, a few, because like, the performances are getting so much better now. Um, and I know I was now dropping the start of this game, but I mean, there was a few, he changed that a little bit and he brought in a few of the kind of fringe players. Well, I mean, the, ha- the Hamilton game... He started Griffiths and Dembele um, up top. You've been looking right. at my notes, pal. Uh, That's a point of interest to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, started uh, Griffiths and Dembele, um, and you also had uh, Paddy Roberts and Gary Mackay Stephen there. So, I mean, it was a very, very attacking lineup, um, pretty much 3 5 2, if, if you like. We've not really seen that very yeah. often. And now I remember as well, Rodic was playing. I felt Rogers was quite quiet in that game. I think I think it was quite quiet because Griffiths was that kind of he was kind of in beside him, and I think I think Tom prefers to have the kind of that kind of number ten role to himself. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit more space for him to get on the ball, whereas I felt that he, he wasn't getting the ball as much as he should have, and at times he was kind of slightly dropping deep. So I felt like we, at times it was almost like two number tens because Griffiths kind of dropped a little bit and and let them be up top, and it was Griffiths and Rogers was kind of playing him behind. And Rodgers kind of get lost a little bit, but I think that's more, with that, there was also more players around him because there was a two of them, and he was a bit more quieter than what he normally is. The other, the other thing is, though, I mean, you've got, you've essentially got five players there, f- five attacking players up the top, top of the pitch, and you've got every Hamilton player pretty much in that area as well trying to defend for their lives. It becomes so congested, and it's difficult really to get the best out of those five players because only one can have the ball at any one time, let's face it. So I don't know. I, I, I can't see him sticking that out very often. I, I can't see him going with that very often. Um, and obviously the, the game, um, the Dundee, Dundee game, it did change and, and Dembele was, was on the bench. But you would, you would like to see Griffiths and Dembele both play, but I, I just don't see it working out. I think they're, they're, they're getting each other's way to a certain extent. Although they're different types of players, they're in about the same area and I, don't, I just don't but think then, it's going to work. But then with that, you've also, they've got to kind of work on a partnership together. So they've got to kind of persevere with it. They've got to do a lot on tra- in the training ground. They need to do a lot with each other and they've got to try and get in a way of when one's got the ball, they should try to automatically almost know where the other one will be without really having to look up. And that mm. kind of telepathic... Um, Relationship between the two of them, which it's going to take a lot of time to do. But then, but you've seen it there we, with rough, well, roughly the same type of team against Dundee. He went, he changed the back three went to a back four again on a Saturday. Yeah. So he didn't stick with it, and he, yet he still had Toury and Lustig in the bench. So with two centre halves in the bench, you could have still went with the back three and still had more attacking players to give more of an opportunity to try and break down the defences. You said they they need to work on it to get that partnership, but do they really need to work on it if it's not Rogers' idea to have two up front? I mean, you think it's worthwhile 
pushing for that when really it appeals his preference is to play one of them yeah, I think cycle's well, back now so I mean the, the, the thing is both of them are going to be very hungry for goals but if you think back it was Griffiths that scored the goal but it was Dembele that very unselfishly mm. laid it on a plate for him you know but you're always going to have to have one who sacrifices his own goal tally for the other to a certain extent so I just I can't I can't see it I can't see it being a regular thing. I think maybe Rodgers in that game thought, you know, what what are Hamilton really going to do? They're not really going to they're not going to come at us. The only thing they could really do was park the bus and fr- try and frustrate us. So having maybe just thought we're going to be up that end of the pitch anyway. Yeah. Just play the ball. I think his hand was slightly forced with the fact that we were missing Sinclair and and Forrest. Yeah. So he was able to play the two up there with him because you don't ever play a two when you get the back when you've got a back three. Um, however, with Sinclair being back, and then obviously in the next couple, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to have Tierney back as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how his kind of formation goes that way because you can't really play a back three when you've got Sinclair and Tierney. However, you could do now that we've unfortunately lost Rodgers for a while, possibly. Then Sinclair can oh, step that, that, inside. That's not been confirmed, is it? It's not been confirmed, but his reaction when he came off. No, nah, I'll be fine. No, no, I'll be fine. Look pure nippy, by the way. <coughs> that's the official statement. Um, but I mean, we've mentioned we mentioned some some people put in some alright performances there. Um, but we haven't we haven't touched on for me the man of the match, uh, Donati. Oh, what do we think about him? How's he looking? I'll be, I actually um, he's he was half. in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly. He was playing centre half, so he was on on uh, Tuesday. I, so he was. I think he's played that quite a lot for them, to be honest. Um, Is he the ball playing centre half Celtic? Means? No. My question. No. Let's just sign him anyway. Just get him back. Ten million pound player. Don't you forget that that goal he scored. Oh my god! Oh. Last minute screamer. Delicious. Um, no, it was. I mean, the guy's got a Celtic badge tattooed in his chest. I mean, he, he's he's welcome in paradise whenever he wants. Terrific fella. Top boy. Um, was there anything else for the performance that stood out? Uh, we've talked about the the fact that we two up front. Probably the the, the kind of sadly the lack of impact from GMS after he came on previously and and looked decent. Obviously, he came on the Man City game looked yeah. looked really good. Um, to be fair, he made made an impact when he came off the bench. Um, but you know, started this game. Didn't really produce much, to be fair to him. The Hampton game, he came on the 60th minute or 58th Did minute. he come on in that one? Sorry. He replaced Calmack. Oh. McGregor. Um, but he's just, he's not, the last couple of games, he's not really... Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, it's very, it's very, very difficult for the guy when he's not played in so long. Nah, I mean, you, can, you, I, I mean you come on against Man City and you, you actually look decent. You, you would, you would hope, hope that he, yeah. he could maybe show you something in those games. But I mean, it's interesting to see him back in the fold. You wonder if, obviously, it's because of a, a because yeah, of injuries injury and things. And I mean, That's what you need, you need depth and you need kind of quality in the depth as well. But then he would have been one that you would anticipate would have been out the door. So does he now stay in case Sinclair gets injured again? Possibly, because we now see that uh, McGregor very rarely plays out in the wing. He seems to play an awful lot through the centre. Whereas if he plays out in the left, he plays out in the left of a, of a back three. He's a kind of the, the wing back yeah. with Tierney being injured just now. 
Um, but I mean, it just shows you when you can lose injuries and you do, you do need the players to come in. So I think he needs, he think he needs, he needs a bit more time to get kind of up to the class match fitness because at times in Saturdays well after quite a while he looked like he was kind of struggling. Mm. Um, so it just needs to be more game time, maybe more development from from Rogers himself. We've seen what he's done with like Forrest and Armstrong and even Brown as well. He can get that out of a player. So we've kind of got hopes for Mackay Stephen that we may see that for the rest. I mean, for the rest of the season, I mean, don't get too far ahead of us, but we're, we're creating such a gap when it comes to points that when it comes to the second half, there's going to be more chances to give players some rest and bring other players in to help them get into the team and get themselves ready for the preparation of next season. Yeah. Uh, if they're going to be as a squad. So, uh, you kind of, you linked into the, uh, the Dundee game there. Um, again, another close one, 2-1. Uh, with Dundee getting chances towards the end uh, to to draw equal, uh, this time as you said we went just with, with Griffiths up front and Bailey coming on towards the end. How do we feel that compared to the? To be honest, it was it was it was quite scary, very similar to the Hamilton game. It was they they actually sat. In, I felt it's with the Hamilton. They they were really sat in with two banks of four because Ali Crawford still was up because of the strike. I don't know who played up front for Hamilton, the striker. But Crawford was kind of playing behind the striker and didn't come back too often, so it was a bank of two banks of four. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Dundee, I don't know if they set they set up with a back three, and I don't know if they set up with a back three anticipating we were going to do that as well. Or I've, I don't really watch, I haven't seen Dundee very often, so I don't know how they actually normally set up. Um, but they, I mean, that was even worse because majority of the time when they were they were always going to be the back foot defending, so it became a back five because their wing-backs were so far back. So they had a back five, they need a midfield four and just that one striker. So it became even tougher and it, it kind of showed again because it was hard to kind of break them down. Um, but I think what I found was the Dundee, the Dundee game over the Hamlet, I thought there was, at times, we played some really nice football. The first was, half, I thought we played some I lovely think for stuff. The, uh, for the first goal, I think you don't see it often enough for the highlights, but there was a nice little bit of kind of interplay between a couple of players out in the left wing that kind of got, I think it was Mackay Steven in for the hink, he was the one that kind of put in the cross. Um, oh no, sorry, sorry. It was, a free, it was a free kick. It was the better one. Sorry, my yeah. fault. It was the better one goal. Griffiths, Griffiths first, the first goal, Griffiths free kick, that was an absolute peach. Ah, Fantastic goal. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm the same. I, I thought first half, Celtic played some really nice stuff. Um, didn't, obviously... <laughs> We lacked a kind of clinical edge because we didn't score until pretty much the stroke of half time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we were playing some nice stuff. There was some lovely movement off the ball and the passing passing was good. But again, it's just maybe, I mean, how many chances did we make in, did we so again, the match? So, well, again, possession wise and uh, shots wise, it was similar to the Hamilton game at 62% Celtic possession, 22 shots overall, but um, we were a lot better with shots on target. There were seven on target, um, and we had 17 fouls to their four. Percentage, is, but the yeah. percentage of on target is still quite low because it's like seven out of 22. That's still quite mm. not good enough, but we were starting to ha- hit an awful lot of shots from the, what was really surprising one was the fouls. We'd 17 and they only committed four. Hmm. You'd half expect that to be all the way around because we wouldn't control the ball so much and we would be driving at them. Yeah. It's um, Mason's. That's the problem. Mason's. Well, it was Bobby, uh, it was Bobby Madden that was refereeing. 
Not one of our friends, really. A few uh, a few changes in the in the lineup. Gamboa came in um, right back as a left back. Brown was obviously out; he was suspended. So uh, Stuart Armstrong was the El the Capitan. El Capitano. Gal was. I mean, he was shaking. Aye. With excitement, there were tears was streaming down his cheeks. And proud moment. See, to be honest, well, I thought that. That would be the kind of testament of how much he's moved, he's coming along with the fact of he's now got the armband, so he's now got the added pressure now of the team now looking towards him because we know how well Brown plays and how well Brown kind of pushes that team forward. The fact that then it became known as now became an Armstrong, you were kind of wondering where he would kind of falter under the pressure and he would maybe go back to the kind of late ways where he kind of loses the ball too much and too many passes. But I thought it was fantastic. I thought he, I thought he took it on, and I think it also shows you how much faith that Rogers has in him because, uh, I mean, he was captain of United. You've also, I mean, you've also I got Big Eric as well, who's kind of a, a leader that and Yozo as well to him, are kind of quite strong. It was total man, man management, wasn't it? Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is a guy who a few months ago you could probably be predicting he might not be with us anymore. All of a sudden, he's first he's, in a team show, almost. How man bound together? They're up there I mean Brown well, first certainly It shows you even the fact of That they're now keeping Bittorin Out of the team totally I mean Bittorin's barely Bittorin only came in Because Brown was um, suspended But Stopping When you say you're stopping A player of Kind of Bittorin's calibre I don't know if He's kind of lost A lot of His kind of qualities And his kind of Performances In the last The last yeah. calendar year Really Yeah I mean Well essentially He's now just used as A sub to Slow things down when we need that, which works effectively. But he's not. I thought he did all well. Okay, in Saturday, apart from the towards the last five minutes, it was kind of a couple of his passes were the ones that were causing the panic. But I thought he kind of he didn't he didn't really slow play down too much. I mean, he was always kind of having the ball and moving it about and all that. And uh, it's, it's, it was quite decent. His goal was fantastic. It was a great, uh, great finish. Uh, it was a nice finish. His problem, I think, especially compared to Brown and Armstrong, is he just lacks energy. You know, he, he, he can he can pass it about and even his, his passing can be kinda high tempo if you like, but his the amount of energy and the ground that he covers is is not great. I mean, compared to Armstrong who's putting in a hell of a lot of running, uh, Brown as well. Brown's almost the one that has been the more reserved and <laughs> a bit more controlled in his running and yet Armstrong's kinda all over the pitch. Well, that's, yeah. the roles now. that's the roles exactly, right. but uh, Beaton doesn't fit into either. No, but when Armstrong's at his best, it is those bursting runs coming in, uh, you know, and, uh, into the outside and then into the box, and defenders don't know what's happening. Hmm. It's, it's not, it's not the best comparison, but you can look at him as a as, as a. Let's hear what this. Busquets. Busquets is the type of player. He's not very fast. He doesn't get around the pitch. All he does is he just parts himself in front of the back two, and he helps them out. And it lets the ball come through him. And he's not very pacey either. And no. they, they do look very, very similar in the, the mannerisms and the style of play they play. They, they play. Um, but but then we, 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 have, we have two, you know, pretty much two and then one with Rogic in front and a number 10. Barca are probably with one with two, two ahead almost. So it's different... It, it's it's not going to work the same, and 
I don't know. Be, I, I mean, we were all big, massive fans of Beaton before, like you know, a year and a, a year and a half ago. He was you know, one of our best players. He, he, he pretty much was our best player. He, he was our biggest asset, probably, and yet he's he's kind of not We've been all turned heel on him. But then I, 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 I don't. I, yeah, I think deservedly. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think we're we're not being overly harsh on the guy. I think we're just calling it as we see it, and I, I just don't think. He quite fits in now. I mean, he's he's good. Uh, what you were saying about about the fact that he comes on kind of shows things up. That's his job now. I mean, whether he's going to be satisfied with that, I doubt. Um, I doubt his agent will be either. But, um, but what kind of move is he going to get when the fact he's not been played and his form's gone? He's, he's not we'll, going to get. It. He'll get a move to England and you'll make a few million off him. Go join Johansson if all. Well, Johansson's doing incredibly well. Um, Good player, we should maybe think about him to replace <laughs> Getting get back up the road. <laughs> See what Brendan can do with him. Um, as you said, there were a few other changes uh, defensively. Uh, Gamboa, um, he's had a few games recently. Pacey. Very pacey. Very pacey. Definitely um, something Michael Lustig and you know, sign of the cross there. Um, <laughs> something he doesn't necessarily have, but I don't think. Uh, we're well, at the stage where Gamboa's replacing Lustig yet. The way we've seen it a lot, I mean, Lustig doesn't quite get him down the pitch as much as he's obviously used to. I mean, obviously, that's with kind of, kind of age and these kind of like um, limitations now, obviously, with injuries. And you see that he's more getting settled, set up almost for a centre-half. Because, I mean, you've seen it in... He, he became one of the back three on and went on Tuesday against Hamlin. Now you had Toure on the bench. You also have Boyata still about. I know he's not, he's not a good player, but they're still centre-halves. So you'd think they would be getting used more than mm. Lustig, whereas Lustig was, wasn't was rested and he was kind of played in the centre-half. So I think it's really moving towards the fact of he's um, he's going to kind of be in there. Because, again, it's been linked with Yozo going back to Torino. Well, not going back to Torino, but Torino coming back in for him. Uh, that's, I've seen that I don't think that's going to happen. I can't see that happening. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I think they'll come back in for him, but I, I cannot see how Celtic would. Well, we're going to ask for more now. We're going to say we want more than three million now because he's actually now playing and he's shown that he's. But that, but then who do you replace him with? It's so difficult to find quality centre halves. Well, that's why Lustig's also at times it looks like Lustig's getting prepped to be a centre half full time. I, I, I can't so see. I can't see it. Because you've also Gamboa right back, and you've also got this young lad that people have been raving and said apparently he's better than Kieran Tierney when he was coming through. Who? I don't know. Exactly, this boy's fake. Someone, someone, you? That, I'm sure it's you, don't oh, you? Oh, it must be. I'm pretty sure Somebody you. put this in the group chat and we, we can't figure out who it is. It's no Ralston, apparently. Nah, we'll maybe I, see I it. don't the, believe it. The next game, but. Um, I, no, that's. When the time Torino came in for uh, Yozo, it was a time he was still struggling with nah. fitness. And he we was homesick. He was homesick. He was kind of wanting out. Now, the fact that we've actually. Homesick, so he wants to go to Italy. <laughs> yeah, homesick being. Well, but it's a lot closer to, to Croatia than it is over here. <laughs> no. Well, he was saying he was homesick. I don't know, I don't know if it, why is he saying he's homesick. That's what he said. Does he feel homesick? Said. But uh, but now the, now the fact that he's obviously playing, he's now getting game time, and I think Roger sees him as one of his starting two. Then he's probably thinking, you know what? Now I'm starting to adjust into the life of Glasgow. I'm now playing. I now feel part of the team, and his whole kind of mentality has probably changed now. And he's probably thinking, you know what? I'm enjoying it now. Champions League, there he the cup. He, when I think he played, did he play two of the games? One he played the City games. That was the first game. 
was one it? Yeah, I think so. Because he must have got the midweek games. So he's tasted one of them. He's tasted success for a medal already. Guaranteed to get the league medal as well. So he's out there with saying, well, do you know what? Now you've come through it. You're now settled in. This is what it's like being a select player. Now you'd be kind of going like, well, do you know what? I'd be interested in that more than I would be moving it to, you know? It's a great Yozo impression. I don't, I don't think it was Yozo that wanted out, personally. I think Celtic saw an opportunity, thought we'll cut our losses and, you know, jump in a plane and go. But obviously, I, I, Torino might come in for him, but I just cannot see us, us selling him, to be honest. But Gamboa is an interesting one. I, a lot of the time I've seen him, I've thought he's just another Izzy and, and not in a good way. He's pacey, but he's limited, and you know, maybe enough final balls from him. Makes a lot of poor decisions, but I thought actually at times in that Dundee game, I thought I thought he looked pretty good. But again, going forward as opposed to defending, you've got KT, who's obviously out just now. But when you see KT at his best, I mean, he's arguably as good a defender as he is as an attacker. You know what I mean? My game with Gamboa is he's, he's, he's getting a game every couple of games. He's still not he's not getting a run of a couple of games. It's going. It seems like it will take a lustig injury for him to get a kind of run in the team. Heaven forbid. So absolutely. Uh, and t- talking about Izzy, how have we felt? Obviously, once KT um, returns, I I don't see Sooner Izzy getting much. But so I'm taking it from that. You don't feel Izzy's still been doing that well. He's he's been doing okay, but he's not. Well, they have a new contract. Right, uh, you just want KT back as soon as we can. No, we all want KT uh. back, but he's been competent. No, uh, I don't know. I don't. I think the shine's taken off it because basically our best player found, is get, injured, and mm, we're missing him. He get found out in the in the you know get found out in the Champions League game. So not when he had to go, he was taken off after about half an hour. No? Aye, uh, McGregor came on for him. Aye. Uh, he, he was on a booking and he was getting done. I think it was the... Uh, Is that a Champions League game? Is that Barca? No. Couldn't have been. I can't remember. But anyway, I, I, I just feel as if there's been a couple of times where he's been found out and he has been competent at times. But again, it's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard position to judge the guy when he's he's been out for so long. I mean, what do you expect him just to come in and you know play his best when arguably he's not played his best in years? So it's a difficult position to be in. It's one I think we've got to look at because we all thought he was going to be away. And the, the KT injury has just shown how we have to have someone in, uh, as a reserve. We have to have a backup there and a, and a good backup, arguably a good backup that can play Champions League football because you can't you can't guarantee that KT is going to be all right all the time. I mean, we've got, we've got options at right back. We've got options at centre half. Left back is the is the defensive side of the team where it is a bit iffy because you've only got the, t- right. the two of them. There's only left back as a back four. If you play a back three, you're okay. You either use Sinclair or you use McGregor as your yeah. flying wing back, which is okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing with us as well, I think get, getting back is too much of an issue for him because he um, he's, he's a lot slower now. So see, see that's the problem. He's got to see when he goes too far forward and then loses the ball. He struggles to get back in time. And then that's you're more, and you've got more reliability on your midfielders having to cover, cover, come across and cover them. Um, and that's obviously there's more onus in them having to be kind of 
aware of where he is and what positional positionally where is he where where they are and where he needs to be before they can uh, to cover him behind Izzy. Ryan Christel also started. Did they not bout? He did indeed. Did well. <laughs> I thought Louis disagrees. I thought he was I thought he was quiet and kinda a yard off it. For the certainly the first half. I thought he grew into it second half and he became more influential, but I was I was kinda disappointed in him because I really think he's a class player. I I, I think he could honestly be one of our brightest players for the future if he gets enough game time. But he didn't really grab the opportunity for me. Um, I think he'll get more. I think he'll. I think he could be one of the ones that will play against Partick tomorrow night, for example. But um, well, this I, is a thing now that, as Kieran pointed out, Celtic have mathematically won the league. Um, <laughs> I think we'll see pretty much. <laughs> uh, no, we'll see. We will see players get a chance where it, it, it's difficult for Celtic. How important is it? Um, you talked about maybe losing momentum earlier on when we were talking about the other match. Um, how important is it remaining undefeated domestically? Things like the record at Parkhead where we went a year um, without uh, losing, or in fact, I think winning. I, I think it's quite important. I actually think as well, with that keep going, that also gives the players a bit more of a focus as well, something to focus on. Because that, like we say, we're, we're, we are literally running away with the league. I mean, what, we're 11 points clear now, we still two games in hand. Yeah, like that. I mean, so I mean, by by I mean, after into the new year, I mean, we could be fifteen, seventeen points clear, and it's like can I get more? Then you kind of going. So what's the kind of the kind of momentum that keeps you? Or what's the kind of focus to keep you going? So, so the fact that you've got an undefeated an undefeated record to go for, that's giving them something to keep. Um, and I think as well also shows the rest of some of the critics that kept saying, well, oh, the, the league's nothing without Rangers and all that, and Celtic need the challenge, blah, blah. And then the first season they came up, and they're miles, miles behind us as well. I, th- I think that, that kind of helps. I think ultimately it's just all about... <laughs> it's a wee ego boost, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't really think it matters and, and much at all. I mean, well, it, it, it comes to a I mean, they should go into every single game... Believing and trying to win the game. Now, you know if you, you win, you win the league and you have the most points. That's the most important thing. Fair enough. You go the season unbeaten. Great, but when you've get quite, a, I mean, you're gonna have some draws in there. You know what I mean? When you know you're gonna have a, a few frights. Does That's it really? Does it, yeah. Well, you're, 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 you're not gonna freedom. you're not gonna win three four nil every week. But I just mean it's. I I don't place a lot of importance on it to be honest. I I, I don't think it's it's almost not a bad thing to have a wee kind of reality check sometimes and go no you need to do better because the one thing we don't want is complacency or, or egos getting into the team and people thinking they're you know getting above their station thinking they're better than than everybody else you know especially we want... as you come into the seventeen qualifiers that we have to play exactly. to get into the Champions League next season or whatever. Exactly, it's kind of almost better for better for the better for the team if you get something to prove. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we can do it, fantastic. But I, I just, I, I, I would hope that Brendan Rodgers isn't obsessing over it because I think it's just something that if it if it happens, it happens. But I don't think it's something you should be actively maybe aiming I for. Although that sounds daft, I'm not saying I want to lose. But you but know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't 
place a hell of a lot of importance on yeah, it. To yeah. the point where you don't bring in youngsters to bleed them in, or Kieran, the, would, the, would, you, the issue, would you limit the, the number of players that you give a chance to, to make sure you... Yeah, I wouldn't go too crazy. I mean, you want to bring one or two youngsters in them to, to give them an experience of playing for the club and a chance of showing what they could possibly do within the first team uh, squad. Um, the whole thing, I think, the way see the way it's going just now for losing points, it's actually going to be at home that it is away. Because if you see, I mean, how 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 well do we do we play away from home and score more goals than we do at home? But then that's what happens because they are they are um, they, obviously teams coming teams coming apart. Kid, realistically thinking, you know what? We've not really got a chance. So what we'll do is we'll try and hold in and get a point. And that's why they come and they just sit and they sit in. Mm. Whereas when they're at home, they feel they can't really do that in front, in front of their own fans. Their own fans wouldn't accept that. They would say, no, do you know what? You have to go and give them a chance. You have to go go, go at them and give it a, give it a bash. Yeah. So that's why when teams come at us, we do better because we can <coughs> counter-attack, we can pick the gaps and all that. And of course. We've got the quality to do that. But when it's just a, a brick wall in front of us, it is like any, any team, it's good. good. I'm sensing a segue there into into tomorrow's game. Would I be right, Bud? You might be. You might be. Um, you're wise in the way of the segue, Louis. Um, um, I've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, we are yeah. relatively experienced. Yeah, yeah so I've heard. Um, yes, no, uh, going into tomorrow's game against Partick Thistle, uh, our biggest Glasgow rivals. Glasgow Derby. Uh, the, it is the Glasgow the Derby. The Glasgow Derby. The only Glasgow Derby. But it's not the only Glasgow Derby, but there is another team in this league from Glasgow. The only it's one a young team. The one we care about. Yeah. This one. Um, but I, the Jags, who um, we should pump, uh, are coming, <laughs> <laughs> coming to you town. Sure? <laughs> After the last two performances against very similar teams. They're coming to no. town, but they're for the two. Aye, we'll, we'll smash them. One What's Brendan here. Rogers saying about? Brendan Rogers is saying, I've just lost his coat. Shit. <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers has indicated he could draft in some of his under 20 squad um, he said a number of clubs academy players are doing very well in training uh, with the first team and Tuesday uh, being the first of four games in 12 days before the winter break um, my job fundamentally coming here was to win trophies to play attacking football the Celtic way and to bring young players through um, so we'll look to see if there are any young players that uh, can maybe look at over the next few games um, this is what building a club is about creating hope for the youth players otherwise if they don't think they can play then why should we have an academy uh, we have to develop our young players here that's how I have always uh, worked uh, but they have to be ready not totally ready, of course, but they need to show the ingredients uh, that they can come in and play first-team football. It's very important for a big club. Uh, club. Um, so, aye. Who do you think we'll see? Do you think it's a Aitchison? Do you think... Uh, yeah, Aitchison... Mystery right-back? Aitchison, <coughs> obviously, came in and scored the goal against Motherwell last game of the season. Um, and we've not... We've not seen him since. Um, so it'd be interesting to see him. But then he's a striker. You're going to drop Dembele and Griffiths to play him. Uh, we'll see about that one. I would I would like to see Calvin Miller. Um, <clears throat> anytime I've watched the development team, 
uh, in this kind of past year, I've I've been really impressed with him. So I'd like to see him. Uh, he, play? he plays left side of midfield, um, but very attacking. Um, not I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say he was a winger in the sense that he's got a lot of pace, but I mean he can beat a man. He is tricky. Um, and any any time I've seen him, I've been pretty impressed with him. So I'd like to see him. Um, I don't know if maybe. Uh, the boy Ralston at right back who's had again he's another one who's had first team experience I think he's played one one maybe two games under Dyla so he's possibly another one that you would think would, would get the nod but the, the development squad have been doing that well that you would hope that there would be a good few that would be in with a in with a chance of playing um, uh, or, or, it's not, it's you not know, unheard of for development teams to win Trophies and you know, smash the league, and then just none of them. Yeah, you know yeah, they're all let go. It's, it's very difficult to make that jump, isn't it, to to first team football? But I mean, as Roger says, if you're not going to give them the chance, then what's the point in having an academy? I mean, the academy's got to work for, isn't it? I think, th- and to be fair, it has. I mean, KT's the the best current example of it. If know. that's all we get from it, it's worth it. Yeah, still got McGregor as well. McGregor as well, and yeah. Forrest. Well, Forrest's been a team for a number of years now. But they have uh, ultimately have come through the academy. I think it's interesting the fact that, you know, you know we've got four four games in 12 days um, before the, the winter break. And we've got a number of fringe players, you know, first team fringe players, not youth players. And he's basically saying that he's going to, you know, ignore them and, and give the youth a chance. Which I think is really interesting in terms of you're about to come up to a transfer window. You would think that you would maybe play some to get them in the shop window potentially, but you'd also think, you know, these guys are on probably on the road out. Let's just have one wee look at them before they go. But I think he's very much made up his mind. Well, I think most of the fringe players have had a wee chance. Not necessarily a huge run of games, but most players in that squad... I've got a game here or there. You're both looking at me like I'm talking shit. No, well, I, I, the one that comes to my mind is, 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 well, for me would be Boyata, for example. Now, he played at Kilmarnock, the game that we were at. That's his only appearance under Brendan Rodgers. He pretty much shat it, and I think he won't play under him again. If he's not been seen again since the beginning of the season as well, he's obviously on the way out. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's one appearance. Is it fair to judge him on one appearance? But then maybe that's all Brendan Rodgers needs. But then okay, he's got training as well. Effie, I don't think we've got a, if we've got a young centre back that he thinks is worth something, then you should get you should get played ahead of Effie. There's no doubt. Well, about we have that in technically mind. four at the moment. We have four centre halves that they're not going to get ahead of because you've obviously got Yozo, Eric, uh, Turi, and you've got pretty much Lustig. Those four your centre halves, Boyata, Effie, O'Connell are the kind of three fringe who. To be fair, I don't think we'll have a future. So they three will go. Then maybe a youngster will bring up the noise to start for the next six months. Might start to embed that a bit, him a bit more. Um, it's interesting. I'm just looking on the the team the the team list on the Celtic website, mm-hmm. and under the first team, um, there's a few players who you would possibly you would say well, players who play for the development squad, essentially, but they are listed as first team. So that might give us a bit of an indication of some. 
Um, so Brent, Brendan's doing the coding behind the sighties. Absolutely. There's also Ayer. I mean, that's enough. Well, I'm reading out the list. So you've got Le- Le- Leo Fazan, who is pretty much the development goalkeeper, I think, uh, other than the boy... choice, technically, as well. The boy Doolan. Is it still the Yeah. still the bye phone, but he obviously will be getting... Like going January, go to his room. Um, keep him for Christmas. We Bailey's at Christmas. Oh my god! Um, so we have we have uh, Jamie McCart, who's the centre half. We've got uh, Ralston at right back. Um, we have Ayer, and that's a, well, you wouldn't really consider. Hender- no, you wouldn't consider Henderson a youth player. He's but one Jack, of the fringe. Yeah, he would be one of the fringe. And then Jack Aitchison is listed as the f- uh, fourth striker uh, under the first team, not Ten- under the 20s. So really there's only four? Yeah. So what but, the, but then, but then those are players who, you know... So one or, one or two of them you anticipate we maybe getting a game tomorrow. I don't see it being the centre half, however, because... At times we still look a bit fragile at the back. Now, if you were to put in a youngster next to somebody like Eric or Yozo, they would maybe start. They, maybe they well, would still, a little I mean, bit. What's Eric? Twenty four? Is he twenty five now? Twenty four, twenty five. Yozo's twenty two, I think. Yeah, so they're both still, still pretty young, young as well. Aye, um, but I think with them still trying to establish a really rock solid centre pairing, you're probably better leaving that together as it is. Um, however, you'd like. I imagine you'd see Ralston and Aikison both starting. Well, I mean, other other players. Um, that Ke- Keller, the centre half. Yeah, I think he, but he went he, out on loan. He's with Peterhead. Um, I he he was out, not, but I don't know if that's if he's still there. Is nah, he? I don't know. I don't even know how um, he's going either. But I was going to say as well. Aiden Mickledoff, Scott and Sinclair. He'll be a guaranteed start tomorrow because he's coming back from his injury. Mm-hmm. You get twenty minutes the weekend, so you've got to assume we need to get him embedded some game time. So obviously for New Ogmany. Um the boy who they signed, striker that they signed, I think I'm right in saying it was from St. Murn, PJ Crossan. Um, I don't know if he, probably Aitchison would be ahead of him. Another one of the strikers, big tall boy, um, Luke Donnelly, who I've seen a couple of times, he looks really good. I would like to see him uh, at some point. But again, these are just names that obviously these players feature regularly for the development squad and you would think that one of these guys or a few of these guys would be the ones that would come up to the squad they might not start they might not get very long they might only get you know 15 20 minutes but i mean it's still experience playing in a premiership i game. think in the next after the, in the next year after the calendar year i think once maybe april may it's april february march when the league is totally sewn up I think we might see a few more of the youngsters that we've never seen in the first team at all yet. But then you start to get then, a wee game or two here and there. But then you sacrifice your unbeaten record. So no, you do if you lose, but you, do, you don't. You don't make wholesale changes. You put one or two youngsters in there, but you've still got the experience around them that are going to help them out. So ultimately, you wouldn't. You wouldn't really test the. Fa- I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't test centre half yet. I mean, we didn't see when. When's the best time to do it? I tell you one player who definitely won't be playing tomorrow, Chris Chris Bowd. Tell me, me Chris, Chris Commons. He won't, but you, you're you're leaping ahead here, pal. Sorry, I saw a segue. Stick with the agenda. I saw, I saw, I saw, <laughs> you can't take every segue. Oh, sometimes it's the beats you don't play. Oh, it's like no. jazz. No, hosting a podcast is like good jazz music. <laughs> That's the expert um, here. 
or making love to a beautiful woman. However, you want to think about it. Both the same thing. Both um, PJ Crossing from Dunfermline Athletic. Dunfermline it was. I knew it was a, a team who black played and black and white. PJ and Duncan. So, um, aye, before we get to Mr. Commons, uh, tomorrow, line-up, we've kind of talked about having maybe given some of these youngsters a chance. Who do you play? And with the condition that you are playing at least one or two youngsters that you wouldn't normally get in the uh, team. Well, normally create uh, Gordon. I'd still do as he left-back. Uh, I'd go with Yozo and Eric. I would put in Ralston. I would For one of the youngsters, I would put in Ralston at right-back because we've seen him... We have seen him a couple of times, but we've not seen him this season. Um, give him a chance. Uh, Scott Sinclair from you need to start midfield because he, he needs to start building up games. Mm-hmm. Um on this was it 67th minute or so I didn't really do very much to be honest so I think he still needs more games um, I think it'll be hard to keep Scott Brown I think he'll be wanting to go straight back into it so yeah, I mean, you're still looking at Brown and Armstrong the, the, the one will be actually in the t- number 10 will because Rodic will be out I don't know how long he is out but he'll be out um, that's a 100% guarantee to anyone listening <laughs> on Tuesday watching Roderick score a goal <laughs> no, I did look but bad. to be honest I, I would just I would not play him just to give him that just to, even if it's a slight injury just to give him enough Don't time to kind of get the aye because we want, we want him for more of the games um, then who to play number 10 role I don't know you could give wee Paddy a wee chance in there um, or else Actually, what we could do is actually for to get a second youngster, we'd probably play that boy Miller because you're saying he plays left midfield. Mm-hmm. So you could technically have Scott Brown and then have Armstrong and Miller as your kind of two midfielders. So it's almost like a, a kind of four-three-three really. And obviously you get Miller and Armstrong as being your kind of guys going going forward and supporting. I'd say Griffiths. Griffiths only st- would start again as well because they're in that kind of form now where. And Bailey was scoring every game, so Griffiths couldn't get in. So now Griffiths is going every game. That's three and three. So you can't really drop him now for Dembele. It's now got to be a case of Griffiths will maybe have to have a couple of games without a goal um, for Dembele to get back in. So your man down? Go three three. My right side, I'm still. I'd go. With, I'd go with Mackay Steen actually. I'd give Mackay Steen another start on the right. Right, because Sinclair's on the left. He played in the right anyway. Because Christie played in the left. On Saturday, Christy played on the left, and McKay team was on the right. I don't know if that's factual, and I wasn't even at the game. But anyway, aye, I've I was there watching it. I don't believe you. Don't um, <laughs> um, I, I actually, th- what? I tell you what, I'm going to give you who I would play. Right. That, well, that I was the question. Asked. That was. I'm not, no, but I'm not trying to predict what I think Rogers will do. No, I'm going to. This is, a this is really my, special my team. Right? You want Love changes? The- I'll give you changes. Uh, can I just point out to the listeners, Louis' hat's phenomenal. It's Thanks, man. Little side dink. Thanks. Um, um, so I would play a glorious return. Glorious. Riley. For feet. Doris oh. De Vries. Doris De Vries and goals. Why not? <laughs> just a, Why the hell not? There's a segue into the Instagram chat. <laughs> um, I think left... Uh, I would I would like to see a left back come in, but I'm not quite sure who plays left. In fact, I think it is that Aidan Mickleduff that plays left back. 
Um, so I'd maybe I'd maybe throw him in if 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 he's ready. Sounds a little bit too much like Nickelback. So I'm kiboshing. Kiboshing it. Um, I'm going to keep a solid Eric and Yozo centre half pair because you need stability. Yeah, this is. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Right back, I, I would still play Gamboa. I think he he needs game time, so I, I would that's stick. A very good point. Stick with him. Um, middle of the park, I'm going Armstrong and Liam Henderson. Bring Hendo in, give him a chance. Right out of the cold as well. He's not even been getting. He's fine either. He's fine. He's defrosted. He's fine. <laughs> um, bring him in. In the number ten, I'm going Ryan Christie. Mm-hmm. Play him in there instead of Tam because Tam, he's not injured, but he's going to chill. So play Ryan Christie in there. Um, how many have I got left? Three. Right wing. Right wing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure to be honest. Possibly a youngster if there's one ready. <laughs> that, you know that that's a, that's a place a where a youngster, youngster can go. <laughs> Um, I would play Griffiths up front and on the left I agree with you I think Sinclair's got to get a, a bit of game time um, and that way you're I would then have maybe a couple of youngsters on the bench that you would bring on later so after on after that you'd only start with one youngster maybe if you can if there's one out there that plays in the wing because I, I, I really can't see him playing like three or four of them I from the start I, I don't see it happening one, I think if max, you, you have them on the bench and you bring them on you know the best scenario is those players come on when you're already two or three goals up and they don't have the pressure of a result they just go out and try and try and impress the manager. Someone like Aitchison, for example, if Griffiths has already rattled in a couple of goals and we're looking comfortable, you bring him on for 20 minutes, see what the boy can do. That's the best possible scenario but then sometimes, for him. Sometimes you see yourself, even the best players, when they only get 15, 20 minutes, can't do anything in the game. I mean, Sinclair and Saturday, did, for me, didn't do well, anything. Aitchison get, done it. Getting into, a, getting into a game can be quite difficult. So maybe getting longer time or... Like a start, and uh, you know I've not I've not seen a lot of Aitchison, but could he play in the right wing? He's pacey, essentially a forward. Is he is he an actual striker out and out number nine, or is he not meant to be a winger? I thought it was a whole talk of him. He was more of a winger, but attacking, kind of like Sinclair almost Sinclair type. I'm not sure, but then I mean, I'll be honest. the last few times I've watched the development squad was when um, it was in the Iron Brew Cup when they were still in that and uh, Aidan Nesbitt was playing and Aidan Nesbitt was the right, right-sided kind of winger if you like I mean he 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 looked fantastic any time he was on the ball there you go um, he's starting the right wing but he's out on loan was it? he could only play in the Iron Brew Cup because it was the the youth players who are out on loan at other clubs they can still play for their parent club in that in that tournament. Um, it's because because they're on a development loan, so it's a different terms so for a development. Back to play within the so he could game? he could go back. Yeah, he could go back for one game only, then go back to the club he's loaned out. Yeah, that's weird. Who is it? Is that Martin? Martin. Uh, yeah. So Martin. he can in that because it's a development loan, he can still go back and play for Celtic. And I think I, I think it's just the, obviously the cup competitions, but league. He has he's obviously at Morton, so he plays with Morton. 
Um, but I mean, he looked very impressive in that game. But again, he's he's not he's not going to be available for us unless his loans ended. But not that I'm aware of. No, he's still there. It was August they joined. I don't know how long it was for, but he's uh, still with them. Eleven league games in one goal. Kieran's pointing. Um, this is it's, it's great. How you like great that? podcast. Continue pointing, Kieran. Um, no, because he played three. We made three appearances in the League Cup for Morton, not for Celtic. He's not talking about it. Not talking about the League Cup. Brew Cup, Petrofac Cup, rebranded. What Remember that, that Celtic the, Celtic the Colt team were in it? I know, but I thought it was I thought it was like but it's not. So he's not one we'll see, but I mean he's one of the brightest talents. I mean Dyla was singing his praises saying he was the the next big thing out of the academy, but hopefully we'll see him at some point in our in our Rogers team. Yes, absolutely. He's getting some games as well. Um so I so you're, but that is more you're more going just for the you are going for your fringes, as what, as opposed to academy really. Yeah, well I mean, really I'm just thinking about you know, Hendo I would like to see given a chance because uh, I worry that he's going to leave us in January permanently and I, I would like to see him given a chance before he goes. Christie played in Dundee game, Gamboa played in the Dundee game. Um. And I kind of think, you know, Christy, uh, Sinclair came on. I mean, those players, they need game time. I mean, they're not... I mean, Sinclair is obviously a, a first-team player, but he's come back from an injury, so it's different. Um, Lustig, I would I would rest. I don't think you have to play Lustig. I would just rest him. Um, yeah. And as you say, I think it is, it's a nice idea of Ralston, but Gamboa is a backup. And he hasn't had enough games yeah. to really get he, he needs game. needs to be. Yeah, he needs game time. And, but then Ralston's perfect. I mean, he could be one of the ones that, you he know, comes on for team. comes on for the last 20 minutes or half an hour when Gamboa's <laughs> already had a decent shift. It's just all about... I mean, it's good. Uh, I think it's quite good to see that Rodgers is, is is thinking this way. I mean, he's not, he's not the first manager to come to this decision I mean Dyla done it Lennon done it it's whether you can pull it off without dropping points or turning in an awful performance and then all the negative comes with it um, but let's face it he's been a better better manager better man manager than what we've had in recent years so you would hope that if there was one man that could do it and do it the right way it would be it'd be Brendan Rodgers Big Brendan so um we will have a musical break and return and discuss Chris Commons and questions from Twitter. I'll take you all. <laughs> Smack it up, flip it, hold out. About to fail, Sunday in the ATL and I'm all out of L. Like a bat out of hell, tripped on a cattail. But drinking out of pill, who let the rat out the cell? Got all the ingredients and recipe, might as well. Since last week, the bootlegger been in jail. If all else fail, inhale a hell. Make it so they can't see a cell via snail mail. Mine like a sewer, so the rhyme on a school. Do him a step to a fine dime like he knew her. My black sister, she said, step back before he kissed her. She did the dipper and the smack just missed her. They go on list of politics like Henry Kissinger. 99% of rap's just a friendly listener. I'm like, these dudes must have some screws used to hate y'all. Or a couple of ounces, so a deuce, deuce, and hate ball. Y'all know it's time for the end when the day come. Buy an album, get rudely insulted over fake drums. Same scene. 
things you get for free, you break them, or lake them, make them eat their food like steak them. Why she wanna ask me if I could pass the paprika? One hand on the mic, the other on the beaker. Every week or so, peek out the lab, go Eureka. A technique to keep something unique in your speaker. For your information, I didn't do the beat, y'all, it ain't my fault. Well, she didn't move her feet at all. Skeeter, Rob Peter to pay Paul, so he could trick it on Mary so she could play ball. Better have my skiller Cut it out with all that funny hand job, will ya? All this trouble for a tall glass of O.E. You drink it all fast, make your whole ass slowly Remind me to remember what you told me Holy moly, did you get a load of her roly poly? Yo, G, remind me to remember what you told me Whoever don't feel and feel balls like a goalie One for the money, two for the better green Three for methylene, the oxymethamphetamine Told her knock me, get a queen, get the head fiend. Tell him it's from Medellin and use oxyacetylene. Who needs airplay? It's all just hearsay. Leave a wig like he was having a bad hair day. Lyrical glide master, ask him what's the secret. He said Shasta, return to formaldehyde faster. When I'm home with my lady, I try to do Kaleri. One night she tried to flail me with her ukulele. Pack your heat, the villain on the cover of Black Beat. With a bunch of crackers and some snack meat. They better have my skiller. Cut it out with all that funny hand job, will ya? All this trouble for a tall glass of O.E. Drink it all fast and make your whole ass slowly. If the spending are long and involved evening, Laviana Sweetwaters, Tony Starks is abruptly awakened by his chauffeur to discover that the key to his fish scale query was missing. And Miss Sweetwaters was nowhere to be found. Fantastic choice, editor of the 90 Minutes in It podcast. Um, so, Chris Commons, um, mixed opinions about him in this podcast over the years. Uh, he put in, well, he was our best player, certainly, for at least one season. Um, disappointing last season. Disappointingly, just disappointing the way he treated Tyler, really. Um He's got his move, a loan move to Hibs, an emergency move. Louis, what's the thoughts? Is it good for him? Is it good for Hibs? Is it good for Celtic? Uh, I think it's certainly good for him and it's good for Hibs. I suppose it's good for Celtic as well. I mean, I don't think it... I mean, I, I think we'll still obviously be paying his wages for the month he's at Hibs. I mean, he's he's on an emergency loan until, what, the 15th of January? Yep. Um, now, Chances are, obviously, they they managed to get him on emergency loan because of the number of players yeah, in midfield that were injured. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, kind of longer term. If if you have him in emergency loan, can you then sign him on a normal loan contract until the end of the season when the transfer window opens? Which I would imagine would be the case. I believe yeah. you can. Um, He's got to go out and do something. I mean, is is he going to do enough to get back into the Celtic team? No, it's not going to happen. I think he knows that himself. But for the sake of his career and having an impact at this point in his career, 
I think it's a it's a great move. I mean, Hibs top of the league. They are in a battle with Dundee United for promotion, but they would still be. You would have to consider them favourites for promotion. Signing Chris Collins, Chris Collins is still probably, arguably, the best player that Hibs have had in a long time. Technically, in t- in term- he's still technically one of the best players in in Scotland when it comes to actual technique. Ah, technique and, and and what he can you know muster out of nothing. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to... He wouldn't fit in at Celtic because he doesn't have enough overall in terms of his energy and everything else now at at the level that we want to play at. It's not there. But to be that kind of luxury player at Hibs, I think it fits perfectly for him. I I think it's great for him. And if he can do well, help out Neil Lennon and get Hibs promoted... Great end to the year, kind of end to the season for him. Neil Lennon, a man that knows him. Um, you think that will help um, both Hibbs and Chris Commons? You think he'll, Neil oh, will be able to get the best? Yeah, because he'll know. Because Chris Commons performed very well under under Lennon um, for a number of years. So Lennon knows Lennon knows what to get out of him. Commons knows what's expected of him through Lennon, and they've obviously worked with close close with each other for so many years. So. It's gonna work. It should work out very well for the two of them. Um, it could help uh, Cummins develop further when he's got somebody of kind of Cummins's technique and natural ability behind him. It might help. It might bring out more of Cummins as well. Um, I heard there was room, there's been supposedly there's been kind of rumours floating about that Leon Osman was supposed to be coming up to Hibs. Yeah, because he's unattached and looking for a club. So and Wayne Routledge, but again, this is just obviously all Twitter talk, but. Get a couple of those players. That's a that's a, a good one. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, Commons has now been. Uh, I and seen that uh, Rogers come out with kind of a couple of comments about how he's saying that he's been very, very impressed with the uh, Commons' attitude and training. He's never had any issues with him. The fact that he's never, he's been. He, I mean, I think he actually did say he's, he's never. He's not part of the plans, and he had been. That had been made aware to him, but he still at training still had the attitude of wanting to. Yeah. To get involved and and, and and improve and obviously kind of the fitness wise, I think he also, although he said he was not in his plans, he's obviously probably thought, you know what, you've said that, but I still want to get to a level that you just never know. I might force something that maybe if there's a number of injuries that I could step in. So um, I think that I don't know if that's a mark, it's possible a mark of respect that that Rogers gains from people whereas we've seen Commons didn't really show that much for dialogue that obviously there was a public spat and stuff like that whereas with this I mean with Rogers Rogers has come in literally said to Commons like your last year you're not playing for me you're just going to be training so you'd think his attitude could have, could have went he could have been a bit more disruptive but he's kind of been the opposite yeah because that quote he's also the quote um, I'm talking about joining Hibs that, that was quite respectful and it you're being cynical, maybe well, we now need to move so he doesn't want to seem um, like he's the kind of player that is going to cause trouble. But, um, you know, uh, all the best to him. I think he was saying, uh, as much as I'm trying to help Hibs, the club are trying to help me out a lot as well. Um, so I'm grateful for them to give me the opportunity to play football. Also, thoroughly looking forward to hopefully helping them on the way and putting on the jersey and doing my best. So... I I think that's it's it's nice that he's um, acknowledging that it's doing him a favour getting the game time at Hibs as well, and he's not just 
I think I also think as well. I think the fact that him and his family are so settled in Scotland because he's been here for a number of years, then it's for him to get game time. It would seem make sense to play for Hibs rather than having to go down south. Um, and I seen also that uh, tweet that his uh, partner put put out, which was really nice and really kind of heartwarming. And it it's a good thing to see how just how much the club has made an impact on her. Um, and she's obviously making it aware to other. What players that join their 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 partners, like th- this is what this is about. It's like it's a family. This is what you can become part of. So, um, I, I, the way I got the impression was that she'd be going as well. Like, not when I say going, like I I don't I imagine she can still be part of the foundation because she works with the foundation. And I didn't think you had to be part of the club to be part to work for the foundation. I thought she would maybe still stay on working with them. But you know, the way she was talking, I thought that was her going as well. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Who knows? Aye. Um, aye, but so do we think he'll do, do a job for Hibs? Absolutely, aye. Yeah. I think that level's perfect for him because I think the, 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 the pace of it isn't quite up to what it is like at the SPL or what's expected coming from Celtic. So I think it's it's going to be a level that he'll be able to kind of perform in. Um, you'll probably find as well with Hibs, he'll probably play in that kind of role and behind Cummins where he won't be expected to come back anyway so he won't have to do too much tracking back so he's going to be higher up the field um, and be able to kind of influence the game a bit more that way so and who's the younger midfielder that he, he might help out did you say? no Cummins is a striker oh. so if he's playing behind Cummins then can you say that one more time? Cummins <laughs> <laughs> thank you um yes yeah, so uh, Twitter questions the old uh, the old Oh, Twitter box. That's that's in the night. Twitterati. Hey, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of competition chatter, obviously. Um, People still buzzing. Oh, heavy buzzing. Um, old uh, Polish uh, turnstile or Polish turnstile. Uh, Anthony Halton, who was on the, the pod a while back, um, thanking everybody who helped raise funds. And again, as I've said, Celtic Foundation, a great cause, and you can continue to contribute to them should you have any uh, spare cash. I know it's a tight time for everybody at this time of year, I should say. Um, McQuaid, at McQuaidy, uh, how would Stephen Johansson have been under Brendan Rodgers? Was it a mistake to let him go? Well, the way that Armstrong's performing, the way he's developed... Mm. Strong, but then had Drew Hansen stayed, we might not have got to see Armstrong the way he has performed and developed now. So it might be to the detriment of Armstrong had Johansson stayed. Had Johansson's gone, Armstrong stepped up and has shown how much of a quality player he can be. So probably not. No, I think it probably it's probably been worked out well that if Johansson went and Armstrong's kind of stepped up to the plate. Louis. Uh, I, th- I actually think he would have done well under under Rogers. I think he's uh, a box to box midfielder, one that you know a box to box midfielder is pretty much what we were crying out for, uh, and Armstrong's now kind of fulfilling that role. Um, but no, it, I mean it would have been interesting, but we got decent money for him. You know, you're not going to give him a new contract. Timing, it's just a case of timing, I think, uh, for him and. I, I certainly don't miss him, you know. I'm glad that he's doing well, brilliant. But do we really miss him? Not, not really. Yeah, I, I, w- I would be really interested to see what Rogers could have got out of him because, again, um, 
much like Bitton, he was our best player for a period of time. Yep. So player of the year. Uh, if he could get him back to that form and beyond, uh, could have been phenomenal. And he's doing really well. So again, good luck to the boy. Uh, Grinchy at Ginty1888 uh, asks... Oh, will he ask questions? Well, he is, especially since it's a uh, promotional of the website. So, Jesus. So angry. That is a question. Uh, what's this new thing in the website? The supplement. Uh, it sounds really interesting. Louis... No, don't ask me, mate. <laughs> nothing about it. Kieran. Well, that is him. Should he not be the one? That's, instead of asking the question, should he not be? Should we not be asking well, him the question? Christ, Christian's the man at the helm. He's he's. I the, thought it was a partnership between Christian and McGinley. Well, they they can McGinley. they can fight it out for alphabetus. So I don't know. Uh, the supplement coming to ninety minutes in dot com. Um, as of the end of the year, uh, we will be releasing on a regular basis uh, content around Celtic, around football. Um, Louis is Googling, so I'm ho- hopefully you're going to give us some information about what the supplement is and you're not just looking up pictures of Kieran Tierney or... Yeah, no, I'm just looking up pictures of, pictures of Katie. Um do you want me to hit you with the what the press release? Hit us with the press release. The press release. Uh, I'm not giving you the whole thing because it can't be bothered. But um, so the first edition is coming out on the 30th of December, right? So not long, mm-hmm. not long. It's coming out before the turn of the year. We can The first edition of the supplement. Um, it will be around 15 articles in the first edition. Um, they will all they will be available all at once on our website in a mass release. And read them. It's like Netflix. It's yeah, the future. Exactly, and you read them at your leisure. You don't need to wait a week for the next one to go up. We're yep. scratching our heads trying to come up. No, you get them all one go. Boom. Um, the supplement. So another batch of uh, articles will be coming out uh, every other month. So it's it's not going to be every month, but we're I think the team and I'm I'm talking about Keith and and Christian who are really kind of driving this for us. They they have put in a lot of work. They've linked up with a lot of really interesting writers. Some who have written for the website before, some who are are writing for the website for the first time, covering a whole bunch of topics from kind of. Uh, the tactical sides of the game to Celtic to the wider football to international stuff um, so a, a big mass release of articles uh, every second month uh, called The Supplement which will, they will all be available on the website um, each release date so the first one is out on the 30th of December date for your diary yep get it down your eye holes uh, Slade at uh, Mikomsky 90 Big Slady boy um, Since it's my birthday Can we end the show With some boys on No We cannot <laughs> That was never going to happen Not going to happen Happy no. birthday though Yeah, yeah happy, birthday. happy birthday yeah. Well done son Another year um, Ryan Clark uh, Is it a concern that Tam Rogic He says Tom Rogic I say Tam Couldn't even blow out All of the candles On his birthday cake In one breath Tom's the, the the stamina fitness issue's done. Tom's fine. He's the greatest. He's a great. He's, right. he's the mean, greatest. I, I, I'm hearing from Kieran. He's broken his leg in five places. But no, come on. 
behave out until next December. But he's, no, nah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, Brian McManus, I don't I don't recognise the name. At Brian McManus, uh, what's the best thing to happen to Louis in 2016? <laughs> uh, Slade suggests it's being named L Magazine's Babe of the Year. Wow. Th- thanks very much. I didn't know I was, but um, no, I composed a tweet last night. That was about the highlight of my year because a certain individual re- uh, retweeted it. Um, yeah. That's fair enough, actually. Yep. So I put out the tweet last night. The 90 minutes in a prom- tweet. Promoting the um, the competition, which is now over. Congratulations, Naz. Um, I banged out the tweet. KT retweeted it. Kieran Tierney retweeted. He didn't know it was me, but I knew it was me. That's all that counts. Made my year. And later, later on, did you not make sure he knew it was you? Maybe. <laughs> Hi, Kieran. <laughs> did you get a follow? No. <laughs> There's still time. Um, but no, uh, that is a highlight. I, I mean, personally, I think we should just shut down the, the Twitter account at this point. The There's thing no is, go. Thing no is though, KT knows the podcast exists now. Yes. Now, what if he gets curious? What if he thinks, do you know what? I'm on the way to the game. I could be listening to Drake or whatever. Boys on. But boys on. I'm going to listen to 90 Minutes. I don't see what this is all about. See the boys And then he, put, he, he downloads it and he's listening to us three talking <sighs> shite for and over bash, an hour. And be ba- and bashing it, is he? His good wee pal. Well, he's going to be up for that, isn't he? Yeah. We're always Probably slags off Izzy himself in the group chat. But anyway... <laughs> The point is, he retweeted my tweet. He just didn't know it was me. That was my highlight of the year. Thanks. Phenomenal. Well done. Um, there was, there was... Oh, Give us one more, Chris. There, there was a big one which I wanted to ask. It's just getting through all the... All the mo- You've got a big one? People's... Uh, well, it's, it's small but perfectly formed. The, there's a lot. There's more chat about the biscuits than the sign KT top. I don't know what's going on. What biscuits? B- biscuits are the greatest. It's a, it's a kind of chat about what the actual biscuits are going to be. It's uh, quite an interesting debate. Yes, I'm. I'm going to find this question. Naz has tweeted back. Woohoo! I can't believe I've won the sign. Kieran Tierney top. Uh, X misses come early. You haven't, Naz. It's actually a prank. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you have. Don't worry. Um, Keith will be getting in contact with you. Um, oh, you swine. Why don't you talk about something interesting whilst I find this tweet? Louis. Yeah, it's uh, eight, eight minutes past ten. Can I give away when we're recording the podcast? You just have It's to. way past my bedtime. You just and he's taking forever to find a tweet. Of course someone had to ah, work late. I've got it, I've got it. Oh, got he's got it, got it thank God. Late. And it's a question we've pretty much already answered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Derek at the boy Moz, a regular yes. tweeterer. Well done, hello. Come on. Um, everything's obviously going great just now. However, the last three games, um, we've became really slack and lost focus in the last 15 to 20 minutes. On Saturday, nearly cost us against Dundee um, as they blew a sitter late on. Is it just complacency? Or um, do we need... Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> do, so, doing so well. I, I was, and then I went... I, oh. Is it just complacency? Is it just complacency? We do need to get it out of our systems or will it come back to bite us? So, oh, do we need to get it? Poorly composed, the boy, (laughs) Moz. You've written it as a note, an image. Just 
do a quick check. KT would never retweet that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think we have to accept the fact that this is going to happen sometimes. You can't, you can't be playing at your peak every game the season it's not going to happen especially when you get nine games in one month it's not going to happen um is it complacency i don't think it's necessarily complacency i think it's just more fatigue mental and physical fatigue at times just yeah. concentration for the full and, and that's 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 going to happen we just need to accept that um it would be more of an issue if we were dropping points and getting beat you know the one that kind of sticks in your throat a wee bit would be the uh, Inverness game away where we were 2-1 up and when we, we lost that goal in the, the last couple of minutes and drew two each. That was annoying and that was a a lack of concentration in seeing out the game. But think since then, domestically, we, we've been much better at that and we've been a lot more switched on and, and done our job. So I think it's we're evolving all the time as a as a team and I think we're getting better at seeing out games but you're going to have to accept that we just cannot play our absolute best for 90 minutes every single game when you're playing three games like uh, you're playing every, every three every, games yeah. uh, it's three days especially in December like we highlighted I mean nine nine games so what about nine games in December we've played five and we've won what four out of and it's not been four. easy games as well we've had those Champions League games um it's it's been a tough month, a tough slog, and we've had injuries to some of our best players: Kieran Tierney, Sink, Forrest, now Rodic. So we're kind of missing key players, but we're still actually managing to to get out and get results, which is just the mark of how much of a good man manager Rodgers is. Or it's a mark that uh, he can't rotate his squad properly to keep them fit. And as I said two weeks ago, it's time for Rogers to go. Jeez. Yeah. So that's agreement from everyone. Um, We're just glad yeah. you don't host very often. And it, because it's that's a treat. Negative. It's a treat. Anything else you want to add, lads, before we, we go? That is it. No? Well, again, congratulations to our winners. Um, big... Uh, I'm going to go with Agelis, uh, prize number two, £20, in the pocket for the Premier Barber. Um, Aidan, Aidan, I can't mind your second name, Boyce. Boyce. Yep. Aidan Boyce, how dare you? The Boyce Meister. And, uh, Aidan Boyce won a packet of biscuits and a tea bag. Yes, yet to be Come decided. on. We will update the Twitter, don't worry folks, we'll let you know what biscuits he chooses and if they are acceptable. And um, Big Nas. Nas. Well done, Nas. Dominated life, Naz. Yes. Um, you put £5 of your own hard-earned cash into helping others, and you have been rewarded, my friend. Charity pays. Charity pays. That's karma. More power to charity. Karma, gents and ladies. Kieran, at Kieran Harron on Twitter, thank you very much. Thank you, it's been a pleasure as always. Louis. Never a show. Private Twitter account. I won't bother to mention it. No, thank you. you don't want to follow me anyway. But um, you'll, you'll, uh, thanks click. for the tea. Thanks for the slice of cake. Lovely cake. It's been a bloody pleasure. Thanks very much for listening, and um, we'll speak to you next week.
Good time, I'm having a ball. 